wanna smoke blunts with ya See your picture I didn't wanna grab the guns and come and get ya It's the ones that smoke blunts with ya See your picture I didn't wanna grab the guns and come and get ya Welcome back to another episode of Highly Project, the podcast. Ooh wee, ooh wee. Episode number thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yep. And first episode of the new year. So happy new year. Happy new year. Eight days in. Ooh wee. And we're just now wishing all thir- all thirty-six of our yeah. viewers and listeners a happy new year. They've been dying to hear from us too about it. I feel like that's true. Um, for at least half of them. So at for, least at least eighteen for people have been dying to hear from us, and especially one that I realized at Thanksgiving. Uh, my little my little nephew Gunner. Oh yeah, told me he enjoys the podcast. Shout out to Gunner. Yeah, Gunner Walker. Ooh wee, that's my little homie. And uh, that's a money name. It is a money name. It Man. really is. Gunner Wayne Walker. That dude's going places. And I'll tell you what he's doing right now. And his name fits exactly what he's doing. But he decided that he wants to uh, be a wrestler. Ooh. Not a WWE wrestler. But like a Wisconsin. Like, yeah. Like a Big Ten. Yeah. Like Midwest University. Greco-Roman style wrestler. Nice. And so... I feel like he has the name. Definitely has a name for it. To be a wrestler. Oh, yeah. But I feel like if he continues to go in, you know, into this, you know, sport and whatever and actually do well and and everything else, uh, he's going to end up in the WWE. (laughs) And so he's got to keep his name he's got to he's got to at least keep his first name oh yeah gunner and then he'll have to have 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 some wicked last name or something yeah he'll have to yeah because walker just first of all you don't want to use your real name yeah 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 you know for weirdos out there yeah and there's a lot of weirdos especially in wwe fans oh yeah the wwe (laughs) universe is a bunch of weirdos and uh gunner walker texas ranger but also but also, you could, you can come, you can come up with whatever you want, yeah, and be super cool. Oh, definitely. That <laughs> <laughs> was painful to listen to live, just like me trying to say monocular when oh, I yeah. when I meant molecular. Molecular. My sister texted me, and she's like, "Dude, that was painful." I knew what you were saying. I, everybody knew what I was saying. <laughs> But they still want to text me and make fun of me for my lack of language art skills. You know what? Well, some of us, we didn't go to college for language art skills. Right. You went to school for numbers. Yeah. Molly went to school for numbers. Uh Uh-huh. Kelsey went to school to birth babies at home, but not actually be a doctor. Gotcha. So anybody calling me to tell me how to speak correctly... Kick rocks. Yeah, you're in the wrong realm right there. Yeah, so it's whatever. Complain to customer service. Yeah, yeah. Complain to Chad in <laughs> Indy, uh, <laughs> India. <laughs> Anyways, man, a lot happened this week. Yeah. Your Cowboys. Oh, buddy. They've been in the news, man. 
moving. So I would, here's what I want to know, to be honest. Uh-huh. What took them so long to fire Garrett? Because I heard they fired Garrett, and then I heard he wasn't fired. They're still trying to make a decision on mm-hmm. his role with the Cowboys. And then they fire Garrett, and then like two minutes later they hire Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I'm not too sure what all went down. I know there was three meetings, right, with Jerry Jones and Garrett. Um, but I also heard that Garrett was like, no, don't fire me. I, I, I could do this. So I kept reading about his relationship with Jerry Jones, right. like how close they are. Because he was the backup for the Cowboys mm-hmm. for, for Aikman, right? Right. Like behind Aikman for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. So he's been with Jerry Jones for 30 years. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, that I get a relationship with the boss. But, dude. Take your L. You got to go. You, <laughs> you got to go. It's, it's time to gizzo. Yeah. So I didn't understand that whole thing. And I so mean, while while all of that is playing out, I'm reading all these names that are coming to interview. Right. And I got excited. I'm, st- I'm still excited as an Eagles fan that they hired Mike McCarthy. Oh, brother. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But they also interviewed Marvin Lewis. Oh, my gosh. Which was... My hope <laughs> that they would hire because of, of course it was of him being a complete bum right. in Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, and and just all the losing years and never making it out of the first round of the playoff. That's cowboy material. Mm. He that job. I mean, if if we wanted to keep continue on the path that we were, right? Yeah, hire that guy, right? And we right where we left off. That was, that was my hope. My second hope was that they were going to bring in Lincoln Riley. Mm. With his non-defense. Non-defensive self. Yeah. And he is a college coach that runs an air raid. That never works. Uh That doesn't work in the pros. Nope. So he was, okay, if you don't get Marvin Lewis, cool. Lincoln Riley's your man. Get him. And Eagles and Giants and Redskin fans all over the world celebrate. Hmm. And then they hire Mike McCarthy, which at first I was like, oh, man, that's, yeah. not, that's not good yeah. for Eagles right. and Giants and right. Redskins. And then I started reading articles about how Jason Garrett wasted right, right, right. Romo right. and wasted Dez. We talked about this, yes. this last episode, <clears throat> how he wasted all these great talents mm-hmm. And how he's wasting Ezekiel Elliott, and how he's wasting, and he's not really wasting Amari Cooper. He's not really wasting Dak, because mm-hmm. Dak's just not that good. Yeah, you can't waste something that's not waste worthy. Right. And so then I start reading articles about Mike McCarthy wasting Aaron Rodgers. Uh. Okay, he, he, he won a Super Bowl. Right. Mike McCarthy did. But he won the Super Bowl on the back of an amazing defense. Right. The defense that year was disgusting. And all you got to say is Clay Matthews. Right. Right. Hey. Clay Matthews. And, I mean, who did Aaron Rodgers have that year? I, you know, yeah. Donald, Donald Driver. What, did he, was he there? Yeah, Greg, maybe. Was it Greg Jennings? Greg Jennings, maybe. He might have already moved on. Yeah. But what else did they do? 
you know, top of the do chain, my brothers and them were talking about that on the on the episode uh-huh. they dropped today. They should have been a dynasty. Yeah, and, you I mean, know, you got Aaron Rodgers. You got Aaron Rodgers and Clay Matthews on and, a, on and a disgusting defense. Jordy Nelson for some time. Jordy Nelson, right? You had good running backs. Mm-hmm. Amon Green, uh, Eddie Lacy wasn't trash. Yeah, he was just bigger. You know, he's just fat. Yeah, you know, but you know, whatever. But you wasted these clowns. They should have been a dynasty. They should have been going back and forth with Brady, right, and the Patriots. You know, the whatever other NFC teams, mm-hmm. Giants. And, they shouldn't have even been anywhere near, but I know they beat the, I know they beat the Packers at least one year during one of their, their Super runs. Bowl runs. Yeah, that should have never happened. Yeah. So now, I'm okay with this hire as an Eagle fan. I'm okay with McCarthy. I don't know how exactly how I feel about it because I do I remember all that stuff and how Aaron you. You have this winning record or whatever as a coach, but then you also have Aaron Rodgers, who's like an anomaly when it comes to the quarterback position. Quarterback position yeah, right? absolutely. And then you only get one Super Bowl out of Aaron, right? And so it is tough. But then, I, but then at the same time, like because they were comparing him record wise to um, Sean Payton, yeah, because they have like around the same amount of wins. And they both only have one Super Bowl win. Right. So it's like, huh. And and here's the thing, too. Sean Payton was supposed to be Fired. up next when Jason Garrett was hired. This is true. But the Saints job opened up. Right. And Payton, Payton jetted out. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to wait. And, yeah. And uh, so I don't know, man. I, I, I'm glad Payton is not in Dallas. Ooh, that would have been sweet. Because I feel like Dallas would have won multiple championships under Peyton coaching Tony Romo. Oh, man. And Dez and, and all yeah. that. And uh, so, anyways, that's how I feel. I don't yeah. feel like it's going to get much better for well, Dallas right now. It can't get worse. It can get worse. Ezekiel can leave. I mean, he can. He's under contract. But it could get better. It could get better. Dak could uh, opt out and leave town, and y'all get a real quarterback. Like Tua? Uh, Okay, so Tua broke his hip. Yeah. I don't want that anywhere near the Philadelphia Eagles. But he's a quarterback. I'm I'm aware, but he also thought he could outrun some – was it Auburn that they Mm -hmm. were playing? Mm -hmm. Some Auburn defensive linemen. When you get to the NFL, those linemen get a lot faster. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's not going to be able to outrun even the worst team's defensive tackles. Yeah. You know, and that broke that hip, that dislocated hip, that's going to slow you down too. This is true. The kid's got a cannon. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's He is good, but with that injury, I don't want him anywhere near. Maybe Dak leaves. Uh-huh. And Tom Brady leaves. I wouldn't mind having Tommy for one year. One year. I think that's all he's because he's already said he's playing one more year. Yeah. I wonder if any team just throws a flyer out there for one year. And I'm hearing if they do, it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. Because everybody feels like 
Rivers, Rivers is out. Rivers is done. Rivers yeah. is he's out of town. And uh, I, dude, I'm excited for the off season. The off season to me and all the sports are it's my favorite. I like just the movement, the moves, the yeah. movement of of the coaching carousel and uh-huh. the and the players moving around. I love that baseball. Like yeah. it's not actually the game of baseball that I love. I do love the actual game, right? But it's the off season that I love the most. Seeing who's going where, who's going to sign the ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the three, the two pitchers and and the third baseman that si- each signed for over three hundred million yeah, this off season. I love that. So I'm ready for the Super Bowl to be over. I don't care who wins. Oh yeah. Although I have jumped on the Tennessee bandwagon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I knew they were going to be the Patriots. Oh. And who do they got next? They got Baltimore. Yeah. That's going to be tough though. Dude, I'm just happy Ryan Tannehill got some fresh air yeah. up in Tennessee, and he is balling. He is. But did you see all the memes about – Jameis Winston? <laughs> no, about uh, the Titans, like, winning. Uh-uh. It was, like – it was memes, and it said, like, Titans team photo after the win. And it was just a picture of Derrick Henry <laughs> by himself. <laughs> I mean – they rode his back to that oh, win. Oh, man. He's a big back to ride. I didn't even understand until about two weeks ago that he'd led the league in rushing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Because his first few years in the in the league. Yeah, he hasn't been. He was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Last year he had that that stupid run. Yeah. I don't remember. Was it, against, it was like 99? Like 92 yards. 90 something yards, yeah. I don't remember who that was against, but that kind of made me start paying attention. I think attention. it was the Jaguars. Yeah, I think you're right. But I remember that night, and I was like, wow. So that was kind of cool. So I'm on their bandwagon, mm-hmm. uh, which throws our brackets Way. with the average Joes off Yeah, with the Patriots losing. But it also probably definitely throws theirs off because I don't think any of us had the Titans in the playoffs. <laughs> I can find out. No, no nobody had the Titans yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, I believe Josh and I both had the Patriots – if I'm not mistaken, he might have had the Ravens. I had the Patriots for sure. I I for sure had the Patriots and the 49ers in the in the Super Bowl. He might Josh might have had the Ravens, so he may still be good. Mm. Just get ready for a trip to Dallas, dude. Gosh, dang it, <laughs> we blew it. We we sure did. <laughs> Man, I should start I should start paying attention to football more a little bit. Yeah, quick. We, now when we do this whole thing over for baseball, oh geez, uh, we'll win it. You just gotta tell me who to pick. I got you all day. <laughs> But uh, anyways, that was a that was a fun little uh, weekend of football, though. Yeah. It was a good weekend. A lot of good games. Dude, the, all the games were good. Yeah. Uh, all the games were decided by a touchdown or less. Mm-hmm. You know, Eagles only got beat by eight with Josh right. McCown. That was crazy. Dude. Here's what makes me mad about that. For three and a half quarters. Three and a half quarters. He kept him in the game. He's still trash. I was still mad. Yeah. But what made me even more mad was everybody attacking Wentz for being soft. You can't call a dude soft who has no concussion history, who gets hit with an illegal hit. Mm. That was a dirty hit by Clowney. Oh, yeah. You can't call a, a dude suffering a concussion soft. If he had popped a hamstring or blew his knee out, or you know had a ribs again had a stinger or bruised some ribs okay yeah he's he's a little fragile this dude got a this dude's brain <laughs> smashed against his skull yeah you know after a dirty hit so you can't call him soft 
So that kind of upset me uh, mm-hmm. that everyone kind of went after him. Yeah, it was pretty inconvenient, though. It was super <laughs> inconvenient. I mean, his timing for his brain crashing against his skull was awful. Yeah. We're t- I mean, we're trying to go to the Super Bowl here, dude. Get your brain together. Right. But anyways, I knew we were going to lose that game, so I wasn't too upset about it. Yeah. But the best part about it was it put me in baseball mode. There you go. Now I'm excited. Uh, you got about a month and some weeks. Month and about a week, maybe two weeks before pitchers and catchers start reporting. Oh, yeah. And then we get all the baseball news. Oh, jeez. Super excited about the baseball episode. There you go. That you're going to be on. And I'm just going to be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I love baseball so much. Anyways, man, uh, you going to go enlist into the Army or Navy? For For World War Trace. World War Trace is on the way. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Can I still do that? Am I old, young enough? I I think the cutoff is 35. I'm... I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm about to be 38. They won't. They won't let me in. Yeah. Even if I was uh, under the age limit, uh-huh. my body would not let me. They'd be like, uh. Uh, yeah. Thanks for trying, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But we don't need you. We got other dudes. Yeah. We got more healthier 35 year olds yeah. that we can call. But, anyways, <clears throat> the funniest part about the whole thing was. The memes. Oh, definitely. And my favorite one was everybody was getting ready to go clap some alien cheeks <laughs> at Area 51. Area 51. But you don't, you, you're not ready you for, you're, yeah, you're scared to go get go to drafted Iran. to WW3. Yeah. Like, you really, you don't want to, you don't want to go to war against your own nation. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll clap some alien cheeks, yeah. but you won't clap Iranian cheeks. Huh. I I did see a meme speaking of clapping Iranian cheeks. <laughs> it was a meme. I just like saying that. <laughs> and it was this Iranian girl, I guess. She had posted like a picture, super hot chick. Uh-huh. And she had like the Iranian flag emoji. Uh-huh. And then somebody, I guess it was on Twitter, and somebody underneath commented like, Hey, what's up? About to be in your neighborhoods. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Was it? But was it it? Uh, no, there was a Mia Khalifa one too. Oh, so let me let me just put this out here. I didn't know who Mia Khalifa was uh-huh. until I want to say within the last year. Wow, I had no idea who she no was. No idea. No idea. Uh-huh. And I'm proud to say that I didn't <laughs> know who she was. Once I looked her up, I right. said, "Oh." Yikes! X, <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was one with her, uh, uh, kind of the right. kind of the same idea. I'll be in your, I'll be in your neighborhood soon, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, anyways, people are so savage on the internet. It's the internet remains undefeated. Definitely. For for every for every big event, uh-huh. the internet stays undefeated. Whether whether the internet makes you mad right. with whatever it's doing, it could be directed at you or yeah. something you enjoy or something that you like, and it could make you mad, but that still does not take away that the internet just handed you an L. Right. You know? Because well, there was people that, like, offended by these memes and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Like, in, uh, active duty members and yeah. veterans and stuff. I mean, saying. I don't want to get into politics here, 
because I hate politics. Right. I don't know enough about politics to even care News. to discuss What's it. that. Yeah. What is what is CNN? Mm. But I get on the the book the book of faces, uh-huh. and our favorite <laughs> internet retard, <laughs> Frank Ortega. Ooh, we. He's he's not my favorite person to deal with on the internet. Right, right, right. Internet, okay. I've said it here before. Yeah. Internet, internet, Frank. I can't stand <laughs> internet, Frank. Yeah. Real life human, Frank. I love that guy. He's a good dude. He is a great dude. He's fun to be around. He's hilarious to talk to. Internet, Frank. <laughs> his his molecular yeah. breakdown. Is kind of like is similar to Chips Ahoy red chewy cookies. <laughs> He's got an extra of something floating around there. Yeah. So on the interwebs. On on the interwebs. <clears throat> and so he's going at it with former co host mm-hmm. Jesse. Yep. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and I get both sides of it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's not a snore, but Molly had to go to the bathroom, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I hope she's, I hope she's got the poops. <laughs> <laughs> the BGs. Yeah, I hope she's got the BGs. We'll call those the buble guts. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it was Godoy and, and Jesse <laughs> urging Frank Ortega Get down there and, right. and get yourself enlisted, buddy. Yeah, yeah, because he's always talking. He's a huge Trump supporter, right? Yeah, he's a he's a big, big, big Trump supporter. Now, here's the thing: I'm all for not being a warmonger. Mm-hmm. I don't want war. Right, right, right. Uh, war is to me, it's a a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. It's 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 there for a reason. I don't think Trump, if this goes into the war, my belief is and my position on this whole thing is Trump didn't start this. Yeah, I mean, they attacked an embassy. They attacked an embassy. He's been killing Americans and Iraqis for years. Yeah. And he retaliated. Nobody extra was killed. Just that dude. Yeah. And then last night. Right. They sent... uh, what, 12 missiles mm-hmm. from Iran to Iraq. And mm-hmm. fortunately, I watched the I watched the little presser today. It was like a six-minute, seven-minute presser today. And uh, no, wow. no no casualties. I know. <laughs> it was ugly. She just must have had the peepees. <laughs> um, no casualties. Yeah. No Iraqis dead. No Americans dead. And minimal Minimal damage. Nice. So that's positive. That is. Now, I don't know at this point if we need to retaliate from there. Right. Maybe we can just sit back and, you know, thank our lucky stars and, Mm -hmm. you know, thank God that bad aim. Right. You know? Nah. Suckers. (laughs) Sucker. Or if we can just thank, you know, the military. strategies right for you know right no casualties no exactly. one's no one's hurt whatever but that's my take on it man i just i don't want war but mm-hmm. if we go to war america america so 
whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. A lot of people are mad at Trump for doing that. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like, if somebody slaps you in the face, you're going to slap them back. Right. So I can't be mad at a dude for getting slapped in the face and slapping back. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't be mad at a dude for getting slapped in the face thousands of times. Yeah. And we slap one time and win <laughs> yeah it was it was a whole big w with yeah. one slap yeah you ever seen those rushing slapping competitions oh, man. have you ever watched those and been like dude i could do that no because <laughs> those dudes are like as big as you <laughs> smacking the beans out of kids yeah you're right and i also like i it was stupid i think i was watching one today or yesterday I was watching a, a video, a compilation, mm. and I feel like dudes with beards. Oh man, it absorbs. Yeah, it's cheating. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely cheat. Just get a big old cushion right here, beard cushion. Yeah, a big old her cushion. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I would also put this hair down. There you go, double layer. You know, double layer of cushions for yeah. for my face there to not is. get slapped. <laughs> but then. I also feel like I'd take one hit and just pass out and get knocked out. <laughs> night, night. From the smallest guy. Yeah. Like I, like you put it in terms of like uh, flag football. Mm-hmm. It'd be like me taking a slap from Keith Ooh. and passing out. <laughs> you know, him knocking me out. Yeah. That wouldn't look good. It would not look good. And so, therefore, I'm not going to enter myself into any face-slapping competitions yeah. anytime soon. I wonder how they train for that. I don't know. Just getting smacked in the face, uh, dude. I don't even want to know, but we should probably Google that. One yeah, day. I don't want to do it. I also would never want to enter into arm wrestling competitions. Oh, I've seen too many breaks. Yeah, that's exactly why, dude. Ugh. Have you ever seen Over the Top? Yeah, it's probably one. Alone. Yeah, it's probably one of the greatest movies ever made. Oh man, I love it. And dudes love it. Girls do not love that movie. <laughs> But an arm wrestling trucker movie, uh-huh. what's better than that? Yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. And so now we watch arm wrestling competitions, oh. and I'm like, cool. And then the first snap, I'm out. <laughs> gotta go. Dude, I got a weak stomach. Got a blast. Yeah, I got a, I got a gizzo. I can't, I can't stick around and watch all 19 minutes of this. Oh, man. I'm not watching 19 minutes of dudes getting their, their arms snapped in half. Yikes. But I got a weak stomach anyway uh-huh. to a point where I will either gag, like dry heave, right. like we hate doing, actually puke, Ooh. or get lightheaded and pass out. <laughs> I need you to understand, okay, uh-huh. how, how, just, how weak my stomach is. Yeah. Okay. My very first tattoo. Uh oh. Okay, it's in the middle of summer, and uh, I am in Denton, Texas, uh-huh. and it's hot. And there's two stories. There's another story within the story. Okay. Okay, and it's. Well, I'm it, ready for it. It's pretty hilarious. And so we're sitting in this uh, tattoo shop. The guy is drawing my first tattoo. Right. He's getting it on the transfer t- transfer paper, whatever. And again, it's the middle of summer, so mm-hmm. it's triple digits outside. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so while we're sitting there, he's the only one working at this shop, and this big kicker dude, big cowboy walks in. He's got boots yep. and jeans uh. 
a denim shirt. Ooh. Uh, probably just a baseball cap. And he walks in and says, I would like to get my belly button pierced. No. And I'm sitting, way. dude, I'm, I'm, tw- I'm, <laughs> I'm 19 or 20 years old uh-huh. at the time. This is, this is 20 years ago. Yeah. And I'm sitting with a girl I'm dating and we just look at each other and like, what is about to happen here? Is this dude serious? Is yeah. This dude is, and he was bigger than me. Yeah. He's a big old dude. I would like to get my belly button pierced. Oh man. You know who, so Logan and I don't remember, I don't know if you remember John, big head John. Uh-uh. Uh, Logan, one of like our friends growing up from high school, they would always tease me about piercing my belly button you had one no i never did oh okay but they would just say i would they're like go get your belly button pierced you're the you're the type <laughs> like i guess because i used to walk around shirtless a lot of, or something I don't know. okay so i'm gonna get somebody to draw you <laughs> as a caricature with a belly with button, a belly button belly piercing <laughs> yeah and that'll be i'm putting that on the logo oh nice on the new logo i'm designing. there it is so anyways it comes in i would like to get my, my belly button pierced Tattoo artist that's drawing my stuff up goes, okay. And looks over at us and goes, do you mind if I tattoo this man's belly button real quick? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't care like, if that's what he wants. Yeah. And so he gets his belly button pierced. No way. Gets it pierced, dude. Goes through with it the whole goes, night. Yeah. He was dead serious. <laughs> gets his belly button pierced. Okay. Uh Buttons his cool little denim shirt back up, tucks it into his denim jeans, and he is on his way. That is freaking awesome. And he makes it about six steps into the parking lot and falls down. No. I run out. I run out there. Tattoo artist dude is dying (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Dying laughing. Yeah. And so I go outside and I'm checking on this dude. He passed out after getting his, his belly button pierced. belly button pierced. <laughs> so he finally comes to, and we get him in his truck. Uh, I think tattoo artist dude runs out a bottle of water for yeah. him, and gets him on his way. We have a good old laugh. Oh man! Okay, we have a good old laugh at this dude. And tattoo artist dude said, "I knew that was going to happen because he was fidgety." The entire way through, he started sweating bullets. He goes, he saw the needle. Uh-huh. He, dude was gonna pass out before he even got started, <laughs> and so we're having a we're having a good old laugh, dude. So it's my turn. Uh-huh. First tattoo ever. I'm in there, and I don't believe in karma or yeah anything like that. Yeah, but if that's real. <laughs> It hit me quick. Like a ton of bricks. It hit me real quick like a ton of bricks because I was about five minutes into this tattoo. And I, and, and mind you, I was sitting on a, I was sitting on a chair, uh-huh. but I didn't have anything in front of me that I could lean on. Okay. Okay. So I was sitting on it. Actually, it had a back, but the back of the chair was under my left was under my left arm. Okay. So I was sitting like this. Got you. But I was leaning forward. Yeah. Okay. In front of me, there was a stool, and it had a cast iron spring going up uh-huh. going up the, the middle of it. 
and it would dude it was a sturdy yeah. chair it was <laughs> a heavy chair and i'm looking at that thing and i start sweating bullets uh-oh and i went oh no oh no oh no <laughs> not me next thing i know i'm waking up and i'm on the <laughs> i'm on the ground going what just happened <laughs> and the girl that i was dating was laughing her head off just dying laughing yeah tattoo artist dude same thing right. brings me some water actually he brought me orange juice too nice. okay so he brought me a, a, a tropicana bottle uh-huh. of orange juice and some water and he gets me back up and he goes how's your face and i went <laughs> <laughs> what how's my face i said as a matter of fact it kind of hurts right here he goes you hit your head you hit your face so hard on that spring right there he goes dude i thought you broke your nose or you broke something i'm surprised you're not bleeding he goes i thought you hit your nose yeah he goes dude you went straight down head first and i was like dude that's what i get for laughing <laughs> that's at what i get for laughing that's at what this I, guy denim cowboy dude getting his belly button pierced <laughs> and he goes no dude here's the thing he goes, people pass out from getting tattoos all the time. Like, yeah. that's normal. He goes, a big, goofy cowboy dressed in all <laughs> denim, grown man getting his belly button pierced, that's worthy of a laugh when he passes out. So I didn't feel as bad. Yeah. But, dude, how's your face? <laughs> Why are you asking yeah, that is faces? A, that's a weird question. But anyways, that was embarrassing. That's amazing. Like, I didn't tell that story. For probably years. That's hilarious. And so now every time I go get a new tattoo, bro, if I know I'm going, if, if it's not a spur of the moment, hey, let's just drop in and see if they, they're taking a walk yet. Yeah. Dude, from the minute I wake up, I'm drinking orange juice all day long. All day. I'm taking a bottle of orange juice to the shop with me, <laughs> and I'm drinking that orange juice. As I'm getting tattooed. Yeah. It's wild. It's so stupid, dude. All because of that hot summer day in Denton, <laughs> Texas. I don't even remember what the shop was called. Yeah. I don't remember what the tattoo artist's name is. But OJ is it. That's the that's the cure. That's the cure for passing out with needles going into your, your skin. Yeah. When, you got any tattoos? I got one. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that work out? Um... The hardest part was like I was sitting down like in a chair, and my buns were getting like real like numb. I guess yeah, because it took a little while. It's yeah, right here on my chest. The one on my leg was, I think I sat for nine and a half hours. Ooh. The dude took two twenty minute breaks, Dang. and I was I was in the same position the entire day. I'd have been miserable. I was super miserable. But I sat like a champ that day. Yeah. I did not pass out. Mm. I watched every Gabriel uh, Iglesias, the yeah. Fluffy. I watched yeah. every Fluffy special there is known to man <laughs> on TV as I got ta- tattooed. And the guy even told me, you sat like a champ today, like you, yeah. like a rock. I was like, yeah, I couldn't move if I wanted to because my <laughs> body had already started, yeah. you know, deteriorating at that point. Uh-huh. So if I get into a weird position, I got to stay that way or it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. So, but getting up after, oh, after nine and a half hours and jumping off that table, 
That was the worst part. Yeah. But I can gladly say Tattoo still looks fresh. Nice. It still looks real good. He did a good job on it. Nice. But anyways, you got any plans for more tattoos? Uh, I do want to get another tattoo um, on this chesticle. Uh-huh. Um, I want to get a unicorn. For, okay, I need you to explain that, please. Well, so Jaylee, her okay. favorite things in the whole wide world are unicorns. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to get a unicorn, like just the, the head, I guess. Uh-huh. But um, it'll be like, I don't know. You've seen those uh, coloring books for adults where they have like all these crazy designs? Yeah. I want like that inside the unicorn. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then underneath it or around it somewhere, I don't know. I want Jaylee's handwriting saying, I love you, daddy. Oh, I love you, daddy? Yeah. You got to do that now. Yeah, when it's really crappy. Yeah, when the handwriting is the worst. Yeah, we can barely let the P's will be backwards. Yes. Yeah. The Or the D's. I, I was about to say, I love you, daddy, has 17 P's. <laughs> <laughs> the, the molecular breakdown of I love you, daddy, yeah. has six P's. There it is. Backwards. Backwards P's. Yeah. For I love you, daddy. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah that's the plan, actually. So she's like barely getting her name down okay so obviously next step is i love you daddy like right yeah. off jump yeah so i can just watch her done. watch her get it to where it's just perfect cursive that'd be crazy and how old is she right now four at five that'd be nuts she's writing perfect cursive you know i read texas school systems are bringing back mandatory cursive are they really yeah that's what i heard why i don't know dude <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't understand that argument if it's, you can, if you can write, you can write. It's obsolete. It's asinine to me because y- cursive was like, I guess, invented or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. When you were like writing letters to people, right, to look professional, right? It, it, that's a thing before computers and printers and stuff. That's what cursive was for, wasn't it? I have no idea. We're gonna have to Google this. So I'm pretty sure that's what it was for. Okay, so it's like you got your regular. Pr- print right and right then, then you got your fancy cursive i hope somebody out there's gonna fact check you i'm pretty sure i'm right and then get and then get at me oh yeah i hope you're right because i would i'm about 90 percent confident right now okay oh. so then what you would do is you would write like your fancy important letters to, to people in cursive okay Kay. calligraphy yeah sort of okay uh-huh so that's why that's the whole reason why you had to learn how to write cursive because and then like when you were in school, before we had printers and computers all the time, right? Like I, I learned cursive, and there were computers and printers around. But you weren't, like, turning in printed papers in, like, elementary. Okay. All you right. had to write a paper. You had to write it in cursive. You're right. Because that's how you had to turn it in. You're right. I did have to turn in a lot of papers in cursive. Right. And I hated it. Because that was the professional way to turn in a paper. Yeah. At that time. Okay. But now, we just pr- type everything up. Yeah. Send. <laughs> cursive is pointless. Uh, cur- I, I agree cursive is pointless, and teaching it is pointless. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a weird little thing that popped up on the... But I do, to this day, I write, like when I'm writing re- regular, I like mix it. I do, too. I do, too. So I do that a lot. Some letters are just easier to, like... 
whip out in cursive real quick. I don't think you can ever tell what uh, <clears throat> how I'm going to write one day. One one day I'll write regular. Mm-hmm. One day I'll write cursive. Right. The next day I'm writing all caps. Dude, that's how my dad writes. Yeah. That's, that's how pretty my, sweet. That's how my dad wrote is all caps. And it, was, so, it just looks cool and it's so neat. Yeah. I so, wish I was good at it. Uh, I don't really care to be good at penmanship. Uh, I got in trouble for not being able to write very well. Is that right? Yeah. My dad would get on me. I had to practice. I have an ugly signature and I don't care. I think I, I, think I have a pretty sweet signature. Yeah. You signed your, uh, your bracket up, mm-hmm. at, up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Mine is not good. <laughs> and I don't care. So, I don't know, man. Just another thing that the educational system is messing up, I guess. Yeah. When Just added to the list of everything ever in education. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there are other areas that they could be spending money and working on. Definitely. Curse of writing is not, not it, it. chief. <laughs> not now, chief. Yeah. Spoke to chief. Said this one's not it. Uh, the the Common Core math uh, is that what it was called? What was it called the when they they redid math altogether? Is that what it's called? What was it called Common Core? Common Core Common math? Core, yeah. yeah, you're a math teacher, dude. How do you not know this? Yeah, they don't. Oh, they don't teach it in Texas. But you that was goober. But the molecular breakdown of <laughs> Common Core math. <laughs> There you go. That's about on the level of oh, chewy, yeah. chewy chips ahoy as well. Manicular. The manicular <laughs> breakdown was chewy chips ahoy. Why is it that when I Googled, I don't even know what manicular means because when I Googled it, it popped up with some spectacles and glasses and goggles and stuff. Oh, because you probably put monocular, like a mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M O N O. Yeah. Okay. Instead yeah. of molecular. Molecular. Would have gave me some scientific oh, breakdowns. Yeah. It would have gave you some diagrams for sure. Yeah, some atoms and neutrons mm-hmm. and protons. And some electrons. <clears throat> Science was always interesting to me, but it was the actual breakdown of molecules and atoms mm-hmm. and all that stuff that I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you once, once you get to the uh, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. that I'm out. Yeah. But once you once you have a piece of plywood... A little battery, a light switch. Oh, and you're connecting and the light, the and you're and you're yeah. connecting all that stuff. That's where I'm in. That's money, dude. Yeah, that the, sign me up. The science projects. Uh huh. That's where I'm in. That's why it's not fair to be a math teacher because kids love science class because they're doing cool stuff like that. Yeah, and then they got to come to math and just sit on their buns and take learn, notes all day. Learn a bun subject. Yeah, math is math is buns for sure. I was no good at math. Mm. Riley mm-hmm. swears up and down I was good at math. I don't know where he got that. I sucked <laughs> at math. I hated math. I did not want to even pay attention in math. Yeah. My favorite teacher was my algebra teacher in ninth grade, and when they offered me to be her student aide, I said, no. <laughs> Give me Senor Foles. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather sit in a Spanish class All day. and do nothing. Yeah. You know, I do not want to even... I do I knew Spanish so I can teach Spanish class. You, how do you not know Spanish as a Hernandez? Hernandez. 
Because my parents are jerks and they didn't teach me. Oh, all right. Well, my parents taught me English, so good on them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, math. But Riley, Riley's in big trouble because he made me put my math skills to work yesterday. Uh-oh. I got his report card. Uh-oh. And I'm going to embarrass him Ooh. on this episode, her. Do it. Do it. And while I was getting mad at him, uh-huh. I had to make sure that my math was on point <laughs> because I can't get mad at a kid for dropping. Let's see here. He went from a 91 uh-huh. last nine weeks to an 82. Oh. So I can't get mad at a kid right. for dropping his math grade if I don't know uh-huh. right off the top that that's nine points. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's one thing. Then... He had a 91 in social studies. Uh-huh. He dropped 12 points Uh-oh. to a 79. That's this kid good. went from an A to a C Yeah, real quick. Then in science, Yikes. he had an 85. Okay. He almost failed the entire class and got a 71. He dropped Whoa. 14 points. Yeah, that's a big one. So, not only am I mad at this kid mm-hmm. for losing all these points, losing all these points, and going from A's to D's and B's right. to lower B's and all that stuff, he made me do math <laughs> as I'm punishing him. Right. So that's strike two. Yeah. One more strike. He's out. Oh man. He's it, look. It's not going to be fun for him mm-hmm. for the next nine weeks. Or however long until right. his next progress report comes out, because I already took his PlayStation away. Ooh. I said, "Do not even ask for it uh-huh. on the weekend." And uh, I told him yesterday, I said, "You can get upstairs and you can start reading a book." And he goes, "I don't have any books." <laughs> well, you better find one. You better find a book. I don't care what you read. You yeah. better find a book. And then he goes. Well, I guess we'll go to the library and check some out. I said, no. Bring your science book home. Yeah. And bring your social studies book home, and you can start reading those. And, I, dude, I was big mad. And it it was amplified by having to do yeah. math because I just don't want to do that because right. if I'm wrong and he corrects me. Then you're even more mad. So then on this, on this, um, on this report card, they have the comment codes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, hang on real quick. On one of them, on the one that he went from an 88 to an 81, that is language arts, he got an M Uh-oh. code. M code says, needs to use time wisely. That makes sense. Right. You're not using your time wisely. You lose seven right. points, and now you have a B minus instead of a... a uh, B plus. Right. Okay. On the one where he lost 14 points, Yikes. he got a G. Ooh. Okay. G stands for prepared and responsible. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. On, uh, what does that even mean? Yeah. And so I'm talking to his mother about it. Uh-huh. I'm talking to Molly about it because Molly is obviously a teacher. Right. I want to know how somebody can go from an A to a C uh-huh. or a D. Is lower 70s considered a D? That's still a C. That's still a C? Yeah. Okay. So D is 
So what's a D? Because D is still failing, though, right? Yeah, I think Ds are don't exist anymore. Okay. So you went from that. You went from a good grade to a C, almost fell in the class. Yeah. yeah. But you're prepared and responsible. <laughs> now, you're a teacher. Uh-huh. I want to know how that works. I don't think it does. So the thing about these codes is you got to go through all your kids, student by student, and you got to give them a code, right? Right. So what this teacher did was probably like, uh, this is a good class. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> this is a class full of Gs. Yeah. OGs. OGs. Gangsters. Triple OG. Maybe that's what he was doing. I like this class. They're my Gs. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. I don't understand. Now, I almost felt like calling right. whoever this teacher was. I need to, need to find the name because I'm going to put him on blast real quick, too. Mr. Snicklefritz. Uh, whatever his name is. Slaughter. Mr. Slaughter. Mr. and Mrs. Slaughter at Elaine Schlather Intermediate School in Cibolo, Texas. We got beef. Big I need, beef. I need, I need answers how my son can do so poorly in the grades right. but be responsible and prepared. I don't think that adds up. He prepared to fail that class. Maybe that's what they were talking about. Right. He's really prepared to be unsuccessful. Yeah. He He's on his way to being unsuccessful huh. if he doesn't get his little act together. Yikes. I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's my fault. Why would that be the case? Well, because I, I let him on the PS4 mm. hours upon hours. I let him in his phone all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told you about his setup. Yeah. You know, he's got his he's got his PlayStation on the little TV. Right. He's got sports going on the big TV. He's got his headphone in plugged into the PS4 mm-hmm. talking to one dude. And then he's got FaceTime on his phone talking to his other friend. Mm-hmm. And it's the setup all day long. Yeah. I am to blame for allowing an 11-year-old to let this happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's hooked into the matrix deep. Yeah. He got sucked in, and I allowed him to. Right. We didn't have a matrix when I was growing up to get sucked into. Right. I played video games that didn't save. So if you did not beat that video game in that one sitting, you got to start all over, or you got to leave your system running until you come back. Uh There was no... You know, it was it was stupid because we played the Sega Genesis, right? Hardest game of all time was Lion King. Uh, you know, Ruben just bought that for his Xbox and has got his son playing that now. I got it for my Xbox too. Do you? Yeah, and it's it's still hard. Oh yeah, okay. super hard. So you got the sports games, you got mm-hmm. the Madden and the baseball games and and everything, and you want to do a season. Let's just say a baseball season, right? 162 games. <laughs> You're going to play 162 baseball games, nine innings, sometimes more, uh-huh. in one day. Impossible. How? <laughs> how? Yeah. So, you know, you get you get four games in, yeah. and you're bored. Yeah. And now you want to turn it off, but uh-huh. you can't because you want to do the whole season and go through the playoffs and win the World Series. So you leave it. You leave it running. Right. And you go outside and play yeah. and play your basketball and tag and rollerblade and, you know, whatever else. And then you come back 
hours later, later mm-hmm. after playing outside with your friends, and you play four more games, mm-hmm. and you either get bored and turn it off, or you put in a new game. Yeah, you know, that's that's that was us growing up. Right, there was no matrix to get sucked in. There was no uh, online play mm-hmm. to where. We're hooking up with, you know, hooking up. Friends don't even go to friends' houses anymore. Yeah, to play video games. To play video games because you can do that from the comfort of your own home. Right. You can play old Johnny uh-huh. across the highway and you're both sitting in your own living room. Right. We didn't have that. We definitely didn't. If I wanted to whoop your tail in Madden, you had to come to my house. Yeah. Or I had to go to your house. And in between whooping your tail in Madden, you're out blowing cow turds up with fireworks <laughs> or you're blowing turtles up yeah. with M60s or you got the pellet guns and you're shooting birds down mm-hmm. that your dad doesn't want you shooting, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not just a crow you're shooting, you're shooting now a cardinal or, you know, whatever <laughs> else, some pretty bird, you know, that your your dad or your friend's dad told you not to. So yeah. when you shoot it, now you got to go hide it, mm-hmm. hoping dad doesn't walk the property and find this bird. That was my childhood. Yeah. With my homeboy, Joel. Uh-huh. I'm still friends with Joel. Nice. Yeah. And Joel's dad now. And here's the thing Joel would call me. We lived in Stephenville, Texas. Okay. I lived in city limits. Uh-huh. He lived outside of city limits. He lived out in the country. Right. I loved going out there. And I've said it here before also. The fireworks stands in Stephenville, Texas, were open every weekend. That's crazy. Every weekend. Yeah, you could yeah. stop in and get you some black cats, and it was buy one little thing of black cats and get 20 free. <laughs> Just giving them away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so there were many a cow turd and turtles. <laughs> they had the, the same fate yeah. every weekend <laughs> when Joel and Adam – we're out of school, came out of town. <laughs> but Joel would call me on a Thursday night. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, you want to ride the bus home with me? Spend a night? You know, stay with me all weekend? My first question was always, is your dad going to be there? Because I was scared of his dad. Yeah. No, my dad's not going to be there. I will absolutely <laughs> ride the bus home. Come on, let's do it. Yes. We will. We will. It, yes, it's happening. Yeah. Yes, my dad is going to be there. Well, when's he leaving? He's not leaving this time. Fine, I'll come, but keep him away keep from him me. Keep him away yeah. from me. Keep him away from me. Now, when Joel calls uh-huh. and we're having a barbecue, you know, you should come to the house. My first question is, is your dad going to be there? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will be there. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the way. This is the funniest old man yeah, uh, uh, the stories that he tells, and he'll he he still picks on me, he's still mean. Yeah, he's mean old old redneck, but he's hilarious. That's awesome. He's a, he's a cool old man, and uh, his wife, his wife here, Joel's mom, she's mom number two. Nice. And uh, yeah, I love them. So that's crazy. Uh, when when I was living in Stephenville, we moved to San Antonio when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so we moved at the beginning of the summer. That summer, I went back to Stephenville for like a week and hung out with them. You right. know, hung out with Joel, whatever. Uh, came back, went to eighth grade. Before ninth grade, that summer, Joel came here for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. 
after that, we lost contact with each other. So then I went to Howard Payne my first uh, year of college. Mm-hmm. Howard Payne is in Brownwood, <clears throat> which is the next big town over from Stephenville. Okay. So looked up their phone number, called, and uh, talked to Joel's mother. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no, he's at, he's at Baylor. I was like, oh, okay, cool. He already went. And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, he's already there. He's on a, he's on a track scholarship. Nice. If you ever looked at Joel, even when I knew him, Growing up and even till now, you would never look at this dude and go, "I bet he's fast." <laughs> That's cat. That cat's got wheels. Yeah, I bet. I bet he's real fast. But he's got two or three national championship rings Dang. from Baylor uh, for the four by four relay. No way. The yeah. best race of all time. Best race of all time. And he. I don't remember what leg he didn't run. He, he ran with Jeremy. Uh, Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Warner. That cat was. Move it. He was fast. He ran with two Olympic runners. I can't remember who the other one was, but Jeremy Warner was uh-huh. an underclassman when Joel was an upperclassman. Uh-huh. Joel said, man, there was one time on the bus I was ready to whoop his tail. And Joel, Al Joel would have too. He was, you know, those old rednecks, yeah. you know, but he's got rings as big as my, my Holy fist, sucks. dude. But anyways, he uh, he goes to Baylor, and I watch him on TV. You know, they'll show right. the track meets on Fox sometime, and I'd see him mm-hmm. run. And he ran the 400 as well, but he never did. You know, he never placed on the 400 right. while I was watching, I guess, because, you know, the 4x4 four four uh-huh. was up next, and that's where I'm, I'm going to exert right, right. all my energy. So, anyways, it was uh, Riley's. Riley's now 11. Riley was six months old, so we're talking about 10 and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh when Facebook first came out, I stayed away from it. I didn't want anything right, to do yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Riley was born, and my mother calls, and she's like, you need to sign up for Facebook so that Francis, my grandmother, Francis, you know, she wants to see the pictures, and, you know, you can send them, you know, whatever. So I signed up for Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'm working two jobs at the time. I am at Washington Mutual, and then at night sometimes I was over at uh, El Chaparral waiting tables. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, me too. Love it. And... So um, I get home from Washington Mutual, and I'm kind of tooling around because I don't have to be at work for a couple hours. And I jump on, I sign up for Facebook, I start going through like adding people mm-hmm. that I know, and I see Joe. Oh, cool! I'm gonna add this cat. Yeah. And right away he accepts, and then I hear my computer make a noise, and he messaged me on it. Uh huh. And so we get to talking. And it comes to, where are you living now? You know, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm in San Antonio. He goes, oh, no way, dude, me too. I was like, what part of San Antonio are you in? I was like, well, I'm over off 1604 and Lookout Road. And he goes, dude, shut up. I'm at 35 in Judson. Do we live yeah. five minutes away from each other for God knows how long. Right. We probably crossed each other's paths. Yeah, on the regular. On probably. the regular and didn't even know it. And... uh ever since then man and it, it was crazy because there was a over at the um uh in live oak there was an on the border and they had taco tuesday it was dollar tacos Ooh. any kind of taco you wanted was a dollar and so they were already going there with friends every right. tuesday well we started going man we picked up like we'd never <laughs> never been apart yeah like going out to the country blowing up turds yeah and, and shooting guns at things we shouldn't be shooting guns uh, at. So it's wild, dude. That's sweet. I hate I hate the book of faces and 
Instagram and it's, all that. It's crazy how small the world really is. It, it, dude, it, it's stupid crazy. It's like, you can be in the most randomest place and you'll run into somebody. Or, yeah. I hate that. So crazy. I hate running into people I know. Yeah? In public. If I'm not prepared to see uh-huh. you, I don't want to see you. <laughs> like, I don't... I haven't prepared a speech. Yeah. You know, type of thing. I haven't prepared a, a monologue uh-huh. to to talk to you there you go you know so whatever but i hate social media but it, it has played it's played a good role right in a few ways you know yeah yeah so anyways man we're about out of time Ooh, we on a wednesday night yeah happy new year everybody happy new year anyways y'all go like subscribe share tell your friends about us tell your mothers about us we've gotten away from telling mothers about us it's just crazy because we still love them yeah we love mothers Mothers make the world go around. That is, that is a that is a fact, sir. Yeah. So, and here's the thing to me. No, I'm not going to say that. Mm. Anyways, y'all go check out Top of the Dew Chain. Uh, their episode today was pretty funny. Uh, nice. My brother, my brother told a pretty funny story that brought back some some memories about him buying a car and I was with him that day. Uh. Wow, you just got to go listen to it. And then check out Average Joe's things things you think you don't care about podcast. They put out three episodes in a row last night was their third oh man so i think they did sunday monday tuesday just episode 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 so they're cranking them out but uh something to look forward to man i'm going up to dallas uh the second weekend of february for uh, the aforementioned francis Mm -hmm. birthday i think she turns 90 91 she's in she's up there she's old Uh and uh so we're going out there for a little birthday party so Josh, my brother, will be there. Nice. And so Average Joe's Media meets Top of the Dew Chain meets Highly Unapologetic for the first time ever. That's right. And I know you want to be there, yeah. but we'll have to set up another a different track. Another day. Yeah. Menage Trot cast. Nice. Yeah. That was nice. That was smooth, dude. That right? was. It just kind of it just rolled right off. Rolled right off. Anyways, y'all go check all them out, and uh, until next time, catch y'all later. You. Ooh wee. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.